I'm Heather Roberts here with Jamie McLeod Skinner, who is again running for the 5th Congressional District in Oregon, which does encompass parts of Central Oregon, as well as stretching all the way into the Willamette Valley. Jamie, welcome back. We've talked to you before. Thank you so much. It's great to talk to you again. Uh, You have run for office a number of times. I think most of our listeners know your name. You're a Democrat. You live in Terrebonne. We all kind of know your general bio. Why continue to run for office? Uh, Well, I have served on the Jefferson County ESD board. I've uh, been elected in rural areas. I think one of the things that is really unique to what I bring to the table is an ability to bring people together across divides, the urban-rural divide, the political divide, to really focus on solutions and getting things done. I mean, that's that's very much part of the work I'm doing right now in affordable housing. Housing is in crisis everywhere. And I've got an affordable home ownership project I'm working on that will really serve as a model for Oregon, but really nationwide. There's also the work I'm doing in emergency preparedness. I've worked in wildfire recovery before. Uh, the work I do on the OWEB board, uh, the Oregon Watershed Enhancement Board, to help uh, steward uh, provide good stewardship for our natural resources. And so uh, it's tougher for Democrats who live in rural areas, depending on the district. Um, But it's uh, last year, we were very, very close. There were a couple unique circumstances from last year that were the difference really in me not currently serving and and, and speaking to you as a representative for the district. And so uh, given that we were so close, and frankly, given the fact that um, Lori, Congresswoman uh, Chavez-Dreamer is not getting the job done for Oregonians. The fact that um, she is helping to enable a very extremist agenda, uh, the fact that that agenda has been doing things like um, not supporting veterans healthcare, that's been focused on the culture wars and not solving problems for Oregonians. Uh, Those are the things that really motivate me to run. And then also I'm so well positioned in terms of the issues that people really care about throughout the district. Um, And I really wanna be able to focus on those issues and I hope we're, we get to talk about some of those, including the resilience centers and the, uh, you know, providing response for for the heat the heat waves that we're seeing, and making sure that we get federal resources to support, not just state resources. Let's talk a little more first. I, I do want to talk about some of those big issues, but let's talk first about the campaign itself. We are very early in the season. It feels like our campaign seasons, the break between them gets shorter and shorter every election cycle. But you're already one of four Democrats that have filed to run for CD5. Are you concerned that this is just going to be a really exhaustive primary fight? Well, I'm I'm going to be focused on talking to voters about the issues, on making sure we have the resources, and getting the target and the focus on the things that Oregonians care about. Um, you know, frankly, last year we were really close, but I lost. And you know, there was a lot of promises that Lori made of things she was going to do, including not uh, not support the extremist agenda that we're seeing coming out of Congress right now. And, you know, when people make commitments and they get elected, give them a chance to prove themselves. And so I was really interesting to see if she would live up to her promises. And frankly, she hasn't. And so, it, you know, I've had a lot of folks reach out, a lot of people uh, encourage me and ask me to step up. We were so close last year. We've got such a strong base throughout the district. Uh, here in Deschutes County, I won Deschutes County. I also won Clackamas County. Um, I won those purple areas where there's a real hunger for leadership that is able to focus on solving problems. 
you know, my philosophy, and I think this is true for a lot of Oregonians, is we want government to be able to, to know when to help out and to when to get out of the way. And so helping out in some of those, those uh, basic recovery functions that we're seeing and support functions, but get out of the way on things like um, our fundamental personal freedoms and right to abortion and right to, to uh, reproductive health care. Those are areas where this Congress has gone very extremist with Lori's support. And I just don't think it's a good match for the values of Oregonians or and especially for this district. I asked her recently about the campaign and the fact that four Democrats already have kind of lined up to run against her. And her response was they're lining up to run against each other. But it sounds like you are really focused on running against the sitting congresswoman. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, the the uh, it's also really important nationwide for, I believe, for us to flip Congress. This Congress, under the, the leadership of the, the Californian, uh, Lori's fellow Californian, um, um, uh, Kevin McCarthy, has really leaned to this extremist right. I mean, they've done things. They're trying to ban abortion. They're trying to cut health care for veterans. They cut funding for the FBI. So defunding those going after gangs and drug trafficking and cybercrime. This is this has been their priority. They've been stoking the culture wars rather than just solving problems. And so I think there's a lot of, well, we've seen it. There's a lot of energy across the country to bring stability and sanity back to Congress. And that means uh, includes this district, but flipping the House back. And then also having uh, having Democrats there who understand rural areas that can and can talk about the issues and challenges we're, we're facing in rural areas and bring that ability to to work together to focus on on solving problems. That's that's been my MO. And that's really uh, wh why I'm running again and why I wanted to uh, replace uh, Lori. Let's talk about some of those big issues that you mentioned and and you kind of rattled off a bunch of them. What do you see as the biggest issue specifically for CD5, given the the variety of people that live in that district it is very diverse well uh the first one and this literally comes out of a story of a conversation with a nurse i had in redmond just a couple months ago she was talking about how heartbreaking it is so the folks who come in that she sees is always veterans who don't have the resources that they need and and when you look at the initial debt ceiling bill which lori voted for it would have severely cut, drastically cut the VA. It would have affected over 80,000 jobs. It would have removed some of those basic um, uh, support services for our veterans. So we should be really leaning into making sure that we're protecting veteran health care. I know that's finally come up recently, and, and she's done a good job of, of um, when she's called out at something, uh, essentially trying to trying to hear that. But But your core values are what you stand on. And there's all there's things that happen in those private meetings and in committee meetings. And the fact that she did not make that a deal breaker when she voted for the initial debt ceiling bill is a real statement of her values. Uh, abortion and access to so reproductive health care, access to abortion rights. That's something we've seen across the country is across the board. It's not just a Democrat. It's a it's a Democrat and Republican. It's it's a, a personal freedom and personal rights issue. Um, she has she has advocated again for. Uh, supporting limits to to that that fundamental freedom. I mean, there's a laundry list that the the steps now with with SNAP programs. So we've got hungry kids, hungry families. We've got worker safety. We've got a bunch of environmental uh, protections, and again, the culture wars. There's a whole laundry list of things. So those are things that I think she has she's shown who she is, and I, I don't think her values match those of Oregonians. 
Now, some of those pragmatic things that I like to focus on, yes, protecting those rights and yes, making sure we're taking care of our veterans, but also some of the work I'm doing now in resilient centers and building healthy and resilient communities. There's legislation right now that is pending that should be supported because here in Oregon, we've seen wildfire, we've seen heat waves, we've seen drought, and it's we've been reliant on on a lot of uh, state funding, there's opportunities to leverage more or federal funding, but we've got to get that lined up. You know, one one example is the Stafford Act. The Stafford Act, which was the um, Disaster Relief Act passed decades ago, should include protections, federal protections for heat waves. We're experiencing them here. We can't get those resources. So there's those kind of, you know, understanding what's impacting Oregonians and those ability to make those changes that I think is really needed. We have just about a minute left. And one of the issues that I'm not hearing you talk about that she has made a big point about is the fentanyl crisis. Do you have a a thought on that? Uh, So absolutely. And that's why it was unconscionable in my mind for the Republican Congress with her support to cut funding for the FBI, to cut funding for those who are helping to on those protections. We absolutely have to protect uh, our communities. That's that's a key cornerstone of the work I've done in the past, healthier, safer communities. And that includes everything from making sure people have access to the healthcare they need and prescription drugs they need, but also not providing access and providing safety measures when there are drugs coming in. Now it's fentanyl, it'll be something else in the future. So we need those structures in place to help prevent communities. Absolutely. But you don't get that safety measure by cutting the FBI, which she supported. Okay, we are out of time. Jamie McLeod Skinner running again for Oregon's 5th Congressional District. And uh, if you win the primary, it will essentially line you up for kind of a deja vu running against Congresswoman Lori Chavez-Dreamer, who you ran against just in 2022. Are you ready for that fight, though? It was very, very close. There were some but-for circumstances. We've made the adjustments necessary and we'll win next year. Okay. Thank you so much. You're listening to FM News 100.1 and 1110 KBND.